everyone, and welcome to the Frederick County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and getting the chance to, to talk to different athletes and coaches throughout our area. And we're now continuing our head high school football coach interviews and the previews for this upcoming season. My guest today is the head football coach at Frederick High School, Mr. Kevin Perry. Coach, thanks for joining me. Welcome, and I uh, always enjoy chatting with you. Great to get back to talking football again. <laughs> Indeed. I always enjoy doing that for sure. Coach, you, this is, you're going into your eighth year at Frederick High, and you took on a program that was struggling and having tough times. And two years ago, you got them your squad into the playoffs, and then last year things just took off. What have you taken from last year, and look, and what are you looking to do this year to, you know, I'm sure you want to get to that next step, which you were just a tad, tad short, but what are some of the things that you think you'll need to, to work on to, to get over that hump and get, and, and get down to the Naval Academy? A lot of our kids, it's just believe. Um, we've walked into games in the past, and especially early on in my career, where we walk into games and kids look across the field and they just don't think they belong in the same place. And, and I feel like we, we had some of that early on in the season when we saw Middletown and, and some of these traditionally incredible teams that continue to turn out and continue to have a great program. And, and year in and year out, they, they dominated us. But now we're at the point now where we've had so much consistency in our coaching staff and then even in the school community and in the building and, and on our roster that our kids finally believe that they belong in some of these games around the county. What do you think? What, how, how are your returning base looking like? Uh, second part of that question, you know, the old, the old saying, success breeds success. Uh, have you seen your numbers improve due to the last two years? lose about I mean we lost a bunch of seniors that graduated and, and a lot of them are contributors but really the game only ran through about five to seven of them that, that we're going to have a hard time replacing um, but with that said I mean we've had the best turnout we've ever had um, and as I sit here today I think we have almost 60 kids already registered for the upcoming season which that, that usually is a number that we're hoping to get to by the start of the season and we're almost where are we at today? Today's the seventh. We still have a whole nother month for kids to get locked in, get registered. Um, we've had almost 120 kids come to our summer workouts over the course of our first four or five weeks. And again, we've, we've averaged about 55 to 60 every single day, which in the past we, we've been hoping to stretch to 30. Um, and, and that goes to show uh, the leadership within our school um, amongst our football players and just growing that, that, that togetherness, that, that feeling of hard work turning into something special. And then all those kids that were a part of us by, by being fans of us and, and kind of following our season last year, they, they're definitely jumping on board and, and numbers are going up because of that as well. Indeed. And uh, certainly, what have you uh, learned and seen what is necessary as you've brought, brought this program back uh, some of the things that uh, are necessary and not only to get it there, but to continue it. And 
I've just been reflecting a lot as, as different things in my personal life have changed, but um, feeling myself kind of mature and, and, and come to terms with things that early on in my career I, I saw as negativity or I didn't want around our program and kind of coming to terms with them and, and finding ways to work with certain people and, and other sports teams and things that in the past I would have written off, but now it's, it's working with every resource at, at hand. Um, having an incredible football staff around me has been great. And then finding, again, the ways to, to work with kids and, and their specific skill sets. Um, some kids have great leadership. Some kids have great charisma. Some kids have great just athletic base. And, and we find a way to harness that and use it around the roster and, and make examples positive and negative for the rest of the kids to join into. Looking at your squad uh, last year, uh, Kev, you had an outstanding offensive uh, unit, uh, excellent skill uh, people, and an outstanding defense. Is uh, How do you look at your offense and defense for this upcoming season, um, looking at it in the general sense for both sides of the ball? Um, I think we're faster than ever. Um, four of our football players ran track, and they went all the way to nationally one state on the 4 by 100 meter. Um, and they went to nationals where they uh, qualified and, and they took 12th, I think, in the country. And those are four kids that have been three and four year starters for us. Wow. Um, so, I mean, we're just, we're faster. We're, we have kids that have done that. Well, we also have kids that just have been monsters in the weight room and have been very committed and dedicated. And and it's, it's all kind of coming together now. Indeed. And that's certainly. Uh, Thanks to you and your staff. And speaking of your staff, Kev, talk a little bit about the, the guys that you have there working on the, the staff of, of Frederick High. I could talk all day. And, and I was <laughs> talking to another coach in the county about my, my staff. And if I had to redo it, I might not go with a, a specific number in mind. But right now, our staff is humongous. But And I don't see it working in many other places. But we work so well together. Um, these guys have experience on, on, and they're friends on a personal level and the way that we can kind of um, differentiate from offense and defense, but we can still kind of have conversations that are tough conversations to have and still be respectful is, is really impressive to me. Um, our, we, we have our quarterbacks coach, Dane Wallace, who's alumni. He's coming in this year. Um, he worked a little bit with us last year, but not much. He's coming in. Um, he had a phenomenal time uh, in his playing years at Frederick High. Our running back coach Ryan Morris is with us again next year, and he had he always turning out incredible backs that are playing all the way up to the all state level. Um, our receivers coach Terrell Holiday, who's, who's a beacon in the community, he does a great job in not only Frederick High but are, around the the county and trying to help kids get recruited to the college level. Our offensive line coach and offensive coordinator Bob Plant, who's been a head coach before, um, he might be um, he has more coaching years under his belt than I have human years so <laughs> his experience is, is very valuable and then on the defensive side we have John Bird at defensive line who's in our building um, also does a lot of track stuff we have Tommy Prezenica linebacker who played at Frederick High again another alumni who's done a great job for us um, EJ Wallace has kind of been my my right hand man as he's gotten in the building and he's done a lot of our um, work behind the scenes in the weight room on the field, as well as incredible work with our defensive backs. And then our defensive coordinator, Pat Cadden, who's been with me for six of my eight years now. And uh, without him, we probably don't have a program. 
and then I have a bunch of younger guys and, and um, a great JV staff. And, and again, I could keep talking about those guys all day. And and it certainly is very evident, uh, Kavis, uh, when you you know you get the right people around you, good things happen, and they certainly have uh, taken off there with you at Frederick High School. Is there one aspect of Frederick High football that you are looking to maybe get a little better at this year than last year? Um, again, it goes back to feeling like we belong and then feeling like we believe. Um, but I think it, for us, it's an internal battle. I, and, and this is kind of what we've been preaching all summer in, in our workouts and, and um, some of our seven-on-seven competition stuff is if we play our best game, if we do what do our job kind of like the, the Bill Belichick thing, do your job. If we do what we're supposed to do, no one can stop us. Um, we, we can't walk on the field, worry about who we're playing. We just have to make sure we are the best Frederick football we can be. Gotcha. And certainly uh, that is that carrot still dangling from last year. And I'm, I'm sure nothing better for you and your staff and the community at Frederick High to head down to um, – the Naval Academy and play in a state championship would that would be outstanding for sure. You, uh, as I said earlier, are in your eighth year co- uh, coaching, uh, head coach at Frederick. You've been coaching, I think, nine years. Um, why did you choose football as the sport you wanted to do back when you were growing up? I mean, I, my brother played before I played. My brother was kind of a screw-up, and, and my mom told him he had to play to keep him out of trouble. <laughs> okay. and, and I saw him play, and I was like, that's all that I want to do. And, and I wasn't forced to play because of my behavior. It was I was the type of kid that I just dove in head first, and even if I didn't know what I was doing, I was all the way in regardless. So from the time I was in about third grade, I knew that all I wanted to do was football, and, and it consumed my life. Um, and, and as different things changed throughout my life and, and as I grew up and positive and negative things happened around me and I got the opportunity to play college football, it just kind of has always been the, the, the constant in my life. Um, I lost my father when I was 17 years old and having those coaches, and he was sick for a very long time before that. Um, so having those coaches kind of be that father figure to me has always kind of kept me around the game and, and seeing the impact that it had on me. And now seeing the impact that I can have on, on the student-athletes that I work with every single day, it, it, I'll never go away from, from athletics. Oh, I, indeed. It's a very special uh, uh, relationship that you ha- you're able to have, Kev. You're exactly right. And, and the, you don't realize until later how what an impact you do can have and did have, that's for sure. Um so, what was there something about football? Was one aspect of football, or just the game entirely itself, that drew you in? Um, I always liked uh, I always liked training, and, and I still kind of I get into my powerlifting phases and bodybuilding, and I do some different things now. But I always like training for it. I always like seeing your your hard work kind of turn into something positive on on Friday night. Um, the game itself, the X's and O's. There's there's no other athletics that I've experienced that I've played all of them pretty much. And there's no, nothing else I experienced that has the same combination of kind of that combat sport, that team feel, the strategy, the training, and, and everything kind of gets put together. Um, 
and and I'm sure every other coach in their in their sport that aren't football are going to say the same thing and say I'm wrong. But <laughs> no. the, just the combination of everything that comes together, all the working parts, and then there's 11 players having to get on the same page on every single play has always just been so interesting and and fun to do with me for me. When did that light bulb, coaching light bulb, go off for you, Kev? Uh, first year, um, I was coaching at. Frederick High, um, and one of my players, there's, I mean, there's a couple kind of highlights, but the, the one thing I, I shared my story about when I played in high school and I shared about um, how my teammates, when my father passed, after that game, they came up to me with my father's initials written on their tape, on their wrist tape. Um, and I told that to my, I told that story to my players just to try and connect with them on a, on a personal level when I was in my first year coaching. And that next game, the game, kind of the anniversary of my father's passing, one of our linebackers that I was in charge of came up and showed me that he had written it on his tape. Oh. Um, so that was huge for me. And, and even that has kind of come full circle because now that, that, that student athlete that played for me is now on our JV football coaching staff. <laughs> uh, that, that, that's the kind of stories that just, you know, make everything worthwhile, Kevin, with, without a doubt. Yeah. It's, it, it's amazing. Uh, when you take the time to show that you care and show the interest, what can happen. Um, looking at it, flipping a page a little bit and, and changing the subject, looking forward, are you okay with the playoff format as it now is? It, it appears that they're heading in the right direction as far as reseeding and doing that to try and get the top, team, top two teams playing in the title game, but uh, would you see anything changing, or is that is it moving okay in the right direction? The, the, the six um, classifications that we have now, that system coming up from last year, um, while it gets everybody in the playoffs and, and early on and, and some struggling programs, I can understand now that might be frustrating that they have to turn around and play a number one seed right away. And, I mean, we probably had the toughest schedule in the playoffs ever the toughest road last year when we had oh. to play North Eggerstown, Damascus, Franklin, then Linganore. Um, but, but I do like the, the format. I do love that. Every, I do like that everyone gets an opportunity. Um, and I do like the fact that not everybody gets that first round by because if, if we were in that situation, I'd be really concerned about it. Yeah. Um, but I do like the reseeding. I think it all really works out. I mean, we didn't really – my first five years, we didn't even follow the playoffs because we never really had an opportunity. We were just trying to win more than one game a year. Right. Um, and then once I kind of dug into the, the, the point system and then we made playoffs that first year in 2019, um, first time in 15 years we made playoffs that year. Um, and even that year was expanded. And then we had the COVID season. And then this past year we go – 10 and three and, and we really got to, got to dig in and, and see how kind of the scheduling impacts the season so much. Right. Where in years past, we're trying to schedule opponents that we can compete with that we can, we can play with. And now we're, we're looking at scheduling like, man, I just don't want to dominate any teams anymore. I don't want to schedule any teams that, that didn't go Oh, and nine the year before because right. playoff points matter. And, and some of the scheduling that's done for us is like, all right, well now we need to find our, our opponents that we can go search for, we need to find someone who's going to earn us some playoff points if we can find a way to pull off the win against them. And, indeed. But and that, I, I do think it's headed in the right direction, and, and it's, it's fun, to, fun to be involved now that we're 
able to, to look at the higher end of it. One thing that's certainly important, uh, Kev, is it, with the high school program is a solid feeder program. Are things moving in the right direction for the young men coming up to you via the youth program? Feeder is interesting. Um, so TJ is still trying to get theirs up and running, and, and right now I do not believe they're in the MVAL, and, and they're still kind of getting theirs off the ground. So some of our kids still feed into the TJ pattern, uh, right. the T-Day district in high school, um, which which raises its challenges. But at the end of the day, it's, it's just about trying to get as many kids exposed and, and playing the game as possible. Um, right. Early on, we weren't, I wasn't able to go down and, and have the, our youth program run our offense, run our defense, speak our language because they were, they were divided. And even now, it's like I, I don't really care that they go down and, and they run the same plays we run on Friday night. I just want the kids to – enjoy the sport i want them to get exposed to the game learn how to play it safely and and be prepared for the basics when they come up to our level um our youth league has, has done a great job of, of growing and i even coached down there last year with my little five-year-old coaching some flag football which was exhausting and more frustrating <laughs> than coaching the high school kids yeah. um but but they've done a great job and kind of like us their, their numbers are have blown up this year and, and they're just trying to keep up with demand at this point Kev, you're looking at the, your career. You kind of touched on it earlier, but uh, you're you seem to be locked into coaching high school ball. Have there's any any thoughts to going to the next level? I mean, I watch and I have these conversations with these college recruiters that come in and. and seeing how they are just begging kids and, and they're chasing kids and, and some of them just have different personalities and I'm watching them move from school to school to school. Uh, I don't see that happening for me. That's not a good move for, for me and, and my family. I just, I, I love the impact that we can have on high school kids, even if they're not. And, and I enjoy my time. I spend with the kids who have no interest in playing at the next level. They just want to have fun while they're in high school. Um, I think once you get into the recruiting realm of, of college athletics, that's just a different dynamic that, I don't know that I've ever been good at or I've never been trained for. So I don't think that's something that I would uh, I'd be ready for or that I'd really enjoy. I don't know. I've, I haven't really put much thought into it. Well, you, you have. You're, you're solidified there. And, and, the, and your family, certainly, you want to that, – that comes into consideration as, for sure. But I know Kivette's glad that you're there on staff and, and everybody uh, in Federal County uh, certainly uh, – Glad to see your, the success that you brought to Frederick High School, and, and uh, hopefully you'll remain there. We're unfortunately running low on time, Kevin. And you know, this is, you know, like you say, we like to get together and talk football, and we don't do it enough. But I want to wish you the very best, of course, for this upcoming season. Uh, congrats on last year for sure, and looking forward to seeing the cadets as they perform this year, and, and uh, hopefully they can get down uh, the road there to Annapolis. But uh, with your guidance and your staff, you guys certainly have everything going in the right direction and doing it the right way, Kev. So uh, good luck, and uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you during the year. for having me, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing you at uh, the Cadet Coliseum here during the during our season. Indeed, and I and – I, 
I can't wait. Uh, it could start tomorrow. I'll be fine with that. <laughs> so you've been listening to Ferry County Weekend Sports Show here on 930 WFMD. I'm your host, Steve Nibbs, and we'll see you next week. 